Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. It's Friday, and I'm Bill Knight, and uh, it's another day. It's, boy, I'll tell you what. Are we going to make it to November? I mean, seriously. Bill, Bill, there is so much garbage being thrown around out there. I have my doubts. I mean, I I really do. We have, uh, you know, President Trump, they're trying to make him look like he's a uh, sexual deviant. You know, and they're doing this in in court under the guise of law. Well, yeah, you know and, now. Yeah. Um, Helena Hob, uh, what's her name? Uh, e. Carroll, E. Jean Carroll. Well, no, that's that's the person that he's going against. Uh, what is it, Alina? Alina Hama. Is, yeah, yeah, his lawyer. Yeah, she questioned the one friend of um, E. Jean Carroll. Yeah, and asked her what a narcissist was. And so she explained what a narcissist is. She goes, well, yeah, now didn't you say that once? Because you are under oath about E. Jean Carroll. And she goes, well, I said it to a friend in an email. Yeah. That, yeah, she has those traits. In other words, E. Jean has this high opinion of, of herself. herself and everything. And, you know, she's the one that said, you know, rape is sexy. And she's going after money. And plus it's past the statute of limitations. How in the hell do you believe anything that she says or a friend says? This is, it's beyond a witch hunt. This is where you're walking in, you know, with a, you know, a deck of 43 going, okay, Trumpy, uh, we're going to play cards. Well, you, know you, know? What, you know what happened yesterday uh, during that trial, which I find amazing? Uh, oh, the judge. The judge there, his name is uh, Lewis Kaplan. Yeah. And, uh you know, he, he, as the jury was coming in, he gave them some instructions, and he sounded, with all due respect, he sounded like another attorney for the prosecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, uh, in his instructions, he said, uh, well, let me see, if, I want to make sure I get this right so that I don't, uh, uh, he, he, he literally said that, I'll paraphrase it, he said that, President Trump has already been found guilty of inserting fingers into E. Jean Carroll's vagina. Now, no. I, I don't mean to be crude. Please, please understand. He this. wasn't found this, guilty of that. This, this is what the judge told the jury in the courtroom yesterday, and um, the, I guess they were incredulous on uh, Trump's side. They couldn't believe he he did this, but this. When Trump went out of the courtroom and spoke, I guess, to the the media afterwards, he said that the judge had done this, tainted the jury pool, by the way, by doing that, in his estimation, and I think he's right. Well, uh, no, that's absolutely right. Now, let me but ask Bill, you. What... Bill, Trump said, how could anybody make that claim, inserting my fingers anywhere? I mean— it, if you did do something like that, there's only one other person who would know that I did that, and that would be the woman, E. Jean right. Carroll, right? So, so there's no witnesses seeing this. There's nobody who can say, I saw President Trump do this. It's essentially just taking this Her Looney word. Tunes, you know— um, but he wasn't convicted for That's it. That's exact. But see, Bill. So this is, okay. That that means that case should be thrown well, out. Uh, you can go on appeal and but say, but they're not oh, going to trust me. Here's what I'm t- I, 
I wanted to tell our audience today that expect him to be found guilty uh, of the, in this trial. This is going to happen. It's like it's it's a done deal. We're going through the formality of a of a courtroom case right now, but they've already made their decision. I be, I believe they've made their decisions on this case, on the Bragg case, you know, the Alvin Bragg case. I think they've made the the decision on the Chitkin case in in well, Washington. I truly believe that they're coming down with a triple whammy. I don't know about Atlanta because Fannie Willis has got uh, a lot of garbage uh, well, you know, coming out on her. That could be the tipping point there because, yeah, she's got the affair going on, the misuse of funds, mm-hmm. and now come the two letters, the two letters from uh, the the White House counsel. That's that, amazing, uh, Bill. That's amazing, and from I the think Biden administration and that I want to know that, whether Bill, I want to know whether they were sending letters to Bragg that's and to it. Kaplan. Everything should come to a full stop right now. This is the Titanic, and we see an iceberg, and there might be more icebergs. Stop the ship. But this Supreme Court, I don't know whether they have the backbone to do the right thing. They won't. I mean, the Supreme Court right now, from what I understand and what I've been told, the Supreme Court could say this is presidential election interference. And oh, for, it's absolutely and, and interference. The, but, yeah, we, and they could stop. They could stay everything. They could say, look it, freeze. No more trying, No more cases. They're trying to take all these cases, cram it down his throat, nickel and dime him for money to death. Mm-hmm. You got Letitia James, who's going after his wealth and Trump Tower. It's not worth anything. But yet, in his own backyard, right down just a few blocks away, uh, the the Gucci building, the store. Yeah, it sold for a billion dollars, which means Trump Tower <laughs> is oh. is worth a a bundle, a bundle, a, a bundle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, several banks. Uh, yeah, a yeah. bundle pile of money. Yeah, you know, we'll you know. But but seriously, these people have no. Uh, they're not bashful about presenting all these charges, embarrassing a decent man. You know, you may not like Trump. You may be listening to this program because we're entertainment to you, and that's all right. Well, like, you know we, what? They, we, we, we may not like you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, you know, the fact of the matter is, forget uh, his personality. Just forget the personality for for a second. What they're doing right now is they're embarrassing publicly a former president of the United States of America. If we did the same thing to Barack Obama— to uh, to George Bush, uh, we would be you'd hear it. The media would be talking about it, but because it's Donald Trump, well, all bets are off. Everything's mm-hmm. different, and, and it, it's a it's it's this is the environment we're living in. You you asked me, Bill, a great question to start to show off. Are we going to make it to November? Well, well look, there's look, a lot of reasons I don't Bill, think we Bill, will, Bill. We have this happening in, in New York. But look what's happening well, on the border. Well, you've got the border. Now, there, this is a whole different thing because now Biden is working to sign into law. I was going to you know, preface it with the fact that you know, Biden has set a new presidential standard that no other president has done before. And is this going to be the standard of the future? The I don't care policy. 
Biden doesn't care. He's legislating right now to give immigrants, you know, the passage into the United States and the right to vote. Now, the reason is the study came back that illegal immigrants or immigrants that come over, especially, you know, the not so educated ones, when they're given that right to vote, they Mm -hmm. vote Democrat the first time or two before they kind of get into it and they'll vote for the person in. That would give Biden an electoral mandate. There's the reason we got the illegal immigrants coming across, why we can't do it. He can't see any way to fix it, although he's the one that announced before he was running for election, we're going to open them borders there, and she sure did, and then he doesn't know what to do about it. No, it's part of his plan, and he doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn. It's the I don't care Biden policy, and that is how he legislates with that pen. He doesn't care what the people think. He doesn't care what you think or the cause and effect it's going to have. If it suits him, he does it. You know, I saw a video uh, just yesterday of him in 2008. 2008 wasn't that long ago. That was what? That was 16 years ago? 16 years ago, right? And he, I think it was during a presidential primary debate, and he was asked about uh, illegals coming across the border. And his attitude was... 180 degrees from what it is right now. He believed in solid borders. He didn't believe in letting people in without having them vetted. He's doing all this stuff. You know, and now, by the way, he's getting caught finally, and he's being asked finally in the media directly about uh, the border, and he's lying directly to he's lying directly to the cameras. He's uh, the lying about taxes. He's lying about the border. He's lying. You know, I want to go after the rich because they only pay eight percent. Well, that's a damn lie. They actually pay a hell of a lot more than that. But you know, he comes up with these stupid numbers in his little utopian world that he's got in his head, and you know, he tells a lie. He's telling a lie to you and me. You know, we're getting screwed in taxes. They're screwing right now homeowners in taxes. There's a big law afoot, and there are people. You told me about this. Yeah, I don't have the story in front of me, but uh, essentially one state did it where they sat there and they said, okay, you own a home. Let's say it's worth $400,000. Listen, folks, listen to this. All right. Now, you have an assessed tax value. Let's just say it's $178,000. You know, that's how the system has been. That's how it works. Right. You pay taxes on the 178, but your equity value is that 400,000. That's the market value of the home. Sure. Could go up. It can go down. It's your net worth. It's part of your net net worth. worth. Yeah. But that assessed value is the assessed value. So this one smart Democrat said, well, that ain't right. Hell no. We need to have that assessed value equal to the 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 market value so they're going to bring up and that's what they're doing they're raising the assessed value wait a uh, second assessed value so what you're saying is that let's say hypothetically you're paying on like one hundred seventy eight thousand dollars of uh assessed value of of value right that's what you're paying on right and then they but if you take it to market and sell it for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh the guy is saying that the real value you should be taxing it's the four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right. not the hundred and seventy-eight thousand. So you think people are going to buy your four hundred thousand dollar or four hundred fifty thousand dollar home, knowing that's what they're going to pay the taxes on instead of the assessed value? And then there are cases where they're closer than than mm-hmm. not. But the simple fact is, that's either that's going to diminish the value and wipe out 
that is going to wipe out There's any wealth. Another good you... reason to vote for Democrats? Come on, folks. Let me let me tell you though. I, I have to point something out before we go any further. The established Republicans are not much better. They're all part of the same club. They really are. You get the Mitch McConnells, the the Mitt Romneys. I can't believe there was a time in my life I would have voted for him to be president. I mean, this guy is such an artificial, uh, such an empty suit. Uh, uh, but you know, hey, look at we all can be hoodwinked at times, and he mm. he had us hoodwinked. Uh, he, the the guy is just out for himself. Pure, simple, end of sentence. Uh, he criticized yesterday. I don't know if you saw this or not. He criticized. President Trump, because President Trump didn't want to go along with the proposed deal on the border uh, and the budget. You know, the deal on the border, I don't know whether you heard what the deal on the budget was, so I'll just give you a little, Mm. I guess the deal was that the Senate and Congress agreed that they would allow 5,000 illegals through a day. 5,000 would be allowed through in the course of a day. And they would, and then there was a, they would agree to a budget. It was, it was the most converted thing, convoluted thing. But the thing is, friends, five, who in their right mind would agree to 5,000 illegals coming through a day as part of a negotiated deal? Okay. Uh, so you're being broken into by, uh, 15,000 people a day, we'll tell you what. We'll take 5,000 people a day and this, this, and this, okay? And then that'll be all right. We'll agree to a, a smaller amount of uh, criminality. Well, well, I'll, isn't that like working out a deal with Al Capone or a street yeah, it's, gang? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a guy saying, uh, you pay us every day and we won't, we won't burn down your store. Right. Yeah, like Walgreens shutting down stores now, and they're going, well, this is the only one like that in the neighborhood. We don't have a pharmacy. Well, then quit robbing the damn place. That's why they <laughs> shut them down. I used to work for the company. Yes, in radio, hey, but sometimes you know, between you know jobs, you do other things. You know what Seattle did yesterday? What? They, they came to a $10, $10 million agreement with the rioters from 2020. A ten million. Apparently, they were being sued for being, I don't know, injuries during the riots. Or so, I'm not exactly sure how, but Seattle said, "Look, this is the best deal we can make." These, this was a ten well, million. They got a, ten million. They got dollar a damn good attorney for those uh, those hoodlums. They got a ten million dollar deal payoff to the rioters. I'm thinking, wait a second, uh, they're rioters. And you have to hey. pay them. A, you have to give them a deal. It, We've got the best legal system in the world. Oh, we got this some is an awful, ex- awful. And this is an example of that legal system and your tax dollars. Doesn't that make you feel proud? Oh, man. Wave that flag you proudly know, my, and high my, because the Biden administration has screwed it all up. My dad, Bill was an attorney for 60 years. He's rolling in his grave he right is. now. I'm he, telling you I right I swear now. to God, he was a general practice attorney. He was an assistant, first assistant DA in uh, Massachusetts. And, I mean, they actually did cases against real criminals. He used to tell me about them. And I think you're right, Bill. I think if he knew what was going on right now with these clowns. See, you, you, you take enough time. The, the left has a lot of patience. They put people into positions, and they say, just be there. We may need you. And do your job, and 
well, we, we may get to you when it's an important case. I think that's what's happening right now. You've got a lot of lefty judges who are just disregarding the law. They, this, this judge yesterday in the, in the Trump case, he had to know that getting in front of the jury and talking the way he talked was tainting the jury pool. He had to know it. Knew. But you know he what? Had, he, he figured he doesn't care it. either. Yeah. He doesn't care either. The whole administration doesn't care. And they don't care that we see it because they have the news to sell it. They're going to sell it. Then when they're done, they're going to seal it, you know, and lose the paperwork and everything. And you know what? Uh, there's some other things that are going on. But, uh, Bill, back to the border, yeah. I wanted to point out, I don't know if you heard this or not. You know, I, I wanted to point this out. We would, we'd been talking about this yesterday, about the mm. Supreme Court and their decision about, you know, going against uh, Texas and the, and the razor wire. And, and what they, I realized is that they didn't tell Texas, this is the key point, they didn't tell Texas not to do something, okay? All they did in the Supreme Court with the decision about the razor wire, the, the five to four decision, all they did was vacate the appellate decision, meaning the lower court had said that Texas has a right to put the razor wire up and the Border Patrol has to leave it alone. Then the, the Justice Department, which is, uh, I use the term loosely, they right. took, took the case to the Supreme Court against Texas saying, we want that vacated. We want the order from the lower court disregarded. That's what they did. So they didn't really tell Texas not to do something. They just told the uh, Border Patrol that they could do something, okay? Remove the, the race away. It, it may seem like a fine uh, a point, but it, yeah, it is but a key it, point. But yesterday, Bill, 25 Republican governors, did you see this? 25 mm -hmm. Republican governors signed on a joint statement in support of Governor Abbott, Wyoming, Iowa, Arkansas, Montana, Florida, Idaho, North Dakota, Nebraska, West Virginia, Alabama, Tennessee, Louisiana, Georgia, Utah, Virginia, South Dakota, Oklahoma, Alaska, Indiana, Mississippi. Did I get any? Oh, I missed a few. I got uh, uh, a whole boatload oh, of states went was, on board. I, Christy Nome went on record well, to say. If, if Abbott needs razor wire, I'll load it in the truck. Governor Abbott right has down. done the exact right thing, and I'll drive him more razor wire from South Dakota if I have to for him to do his job. <laughs> she's, she, she's got guts. I, I, like, yeah. I like, you know, they tr they're trying to badmouth her, you know. They're trying to... Well, anybody on the right, they're going to badmouth if it makes sense. But, you know, they're, they're probably going to come after influencers because they want to shut us up and there, there's a story out there it's actually fetterman he's attacking schumer because schumer's going after the nicotine pouch pouches and what he calls these zen influencers they're on youtube and everywhere and mm -hmm. you know they're they're chewing their little nicotine pouch yeah and okay nicotine is bad but what he's doing is going after the influence influencers Fetter, uh, fetterman is basically saying hey you know what you're you're cring infringing on people's rights and, yeah. and different things like that, and I'm going. It's interesting. He wants to silence the influencers. Is that not just a test balloon to say, well, now that we got them silenced, let's go after the real problem, the real influencers. Let's get rid of Jim and Bill. Let's get rid of bon uh, rid of Bongino. Rogan. Let's get rid of Beck. Let's get rid of all of them. Yeah, that's true. 
They're influencers. It can, it can happen, They're folks. bad for your health and our way of life and our democracy. Let, that's, let me that's give you an, an idea. Uh, I hope well, I'm not talking out of shop. Uh, we were talking about this before. But um, do you remember about a week and a half ago, all of a sudden, uh, our system, our our the, the company that we have our website on mm-hmm. was down, offline. We couldn't get our statistics. Then we got them back, and the statistics have been different. All over the place, All, yeah. They have gone, they bounced around like a ping pong ball. So... My good friend here, uh, we, he figured we don't need just their statistics. We go, we'll go elsewhere. We'll go to, uh, by the way, in case you don't know, we're on uh, X now, formerly Twitter, right? Right, yeah. The easiest way to find us there is Jim and Bill. And it's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Jim and Bill now. So if you do like twitter.com uh, at Jim and Bill now, you're going to get us. I know we have It's Another Day up to um, – but so if, if the people bit. wanted to, if they go to X, formerly Twitter, and type yeah. in uh, Jim and Bill now. Yeah, we've never really, yeah, that would be it. Jim and Bill now, you should be able to find us. It's right there. Um, you know, we never really got into the social media thing. And uh, a lot of uh, my friends that are influencers don't. But now I said, yeah, you know what? We got to do it. But didn't you tell me that um, you, you knew as a fact from yesterday? That oh yeah, there had was a lot more than what we were showing ton. on our statistics. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, going, okay, so something is not right in Denmark. And we uh, were getting a figure reported to us from this company, this uh, that we have the uh, website, uh, not the website, the uh, podcast on. Okay, we mm-hmm. had their statistics, and then we had known statistics that Bill found. You know. From another site, which pointed him into, they pointed the people to the podcasting website, which means we should have had a lot more numbers. Okay, what we're both figuring out is that our stuff is being manipulated, and if our stuff is being manipulated, I would imagine, Bill, that uh, a lot of conservative sites are going through the Mm. same stuff that we're going through. Don't you think? Yeah, and that's where you got to go into, like, Twitter's a good place to be for us now because Elon's got it. Yep. Now, he's, but he's, you know, he's freedom of speech, you know, so you can be from both sides. But the point is, is there's a lot of influencers there. There's a lot of communities, but it's it's pretty safe. I think the guy's a giant. I really do. I think he's he's an intellectual, yet he's a man of the people, you know. So, but he's under attack, too, and, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing that, uh, you know, any place is safe anymore, but I just thought, you know, if we want bulldozer numbers, you know, we got some bulldozer numbers, but if we want to keep bulldozing, we got to put a new plow in front of us. So getting back to where we're going, Bill, uh, it's amazing. Nikki Haley continues to stay in the race and people don't. She lost some donors. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I don't, I used to like Neil Cavuto. He does a program on, Mm-hmm. Fox and, but I've been paying attention to him, and I think the guy, he uh, he toes the corporate line, meaning that if the corporation, if Fox said we're not supporting Trump anymore, we're going to kind of uh, badmouth the guy at every opportunity, Cavuto will joyfully and gleefully do so. He had um, a donor on uh, yesterday's mm-hmm. program, 
And I, I forgot the guy's name. It's I'll, I'll probably uh, I will probably find it when I've moved on to another story. But the point is, this donor, who, who's a, a very wealthy guy and donates to uh, Nikki Haley's campaign, he had a message uh, for Nikki Haley yesterday. Uh, I'll I'll see what I can find the guy's name while we play the audio. Listen, do you know who Kenny Rogers is? Yes, of you have to know when to fold them. You got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to walk away. It's time for Nikki Haley to walk away. I will be the first person to write her a check for president in 2028. There's absolutely no upside to her going to South Carolina. And there's a tremendous downside. She's down by 31 points now, and that's the last I heard, in South Carolina. She's got two senators and a governor supporting Trump. Going so what? To but South so what, Carolina. Andy? So what? I mean, you're very good with numbers. Donald Trump has 32 delegates, and Nikki Haley has 17. Last time I checked, you need 1,215 to get the nomination. You're quite right. It would look prohibitive for her in South Carolina, where she does trail in these polls. But if we're to knock someone out this early in the game because it doesn't look good, Bill Clinton would have never yeah. had a shot. Ronald Reagan would have never had a shot. She ne- Look, if you can't win your own state... There's no reason to go on. Well, she hasn't if lost it her. yet. She hasn't lost it yet. You had faith in her going into New Hampshire, and you're quite right, and you're within your right to say now that she's lost it, you, you, you think her odds of winning are next to nil. I get that. But do you think yeah. that, that you know there's any value at all to staying in a race? Uh, it, it might be Donald Trump's to lose, but she could give him a run for his money, and she could test his medal and all benefit. Look, Neil, there's no upside. She's surrounded by consultants and staff. They don't want to lose their paychecks. So they tell Nikki Haley what she wants to hear, not what she should hear. And what she should hear, there's no viable path to continue. You can only harm yourself by going to South Carolina and losing by 30 plus points in your home state. It's political suicide. That's Andy Saban. I, I knew I knew the name, but I didn't yeah. want to. Andy Saban, he's a GOP donor, has uh, contributed $1.7 million to GOP campaigns over uh, the last three cycles. I mean, the guy's got a lot of money, and he's put his money where his mouth is, but now he's he's essentially saying, hey, I'm, I'm not stupid. And Nikki, uh, she's being told by people, keep going, keep going, because they're getting a paycheck. They're getting, yeah, they're getting a paycheck, even though they're saying, yeah, oh, you're probably going to lose in South yeah. Carolina, but uh, it'll test Trump's medal. So uh, what's the loss? Uh, the, the couple of million dollars you threw at her. That's what's to lose. She's not losing it. You're losing it. Yeah, and so, Andy, yeah, Andy, Andy Saban, he's, he's not stupid. You don't, you don't become a billionaire by, by wasting your money. And essentially, he's saying, yeah, it's time to pull in the... Pulling the well, reins here. Pull us, pull us. Talk about up. a narcissist. You know, Nikki's got an ego there, and it's not her money. Yep. See, well, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep going. Is there a chance that, well, you know, there's always a snowball's chance in hell, you know, that she could sit there and win uh, South Carolina and go on to, you know, get the delegates? Uh, is she going to do that? Is it likely? No. Well, no. You, you know what? Uh, she also lost another donor yesterday. Uh, Ooh, yeah. uh, I think, uh, well, I know she's being supported by Reed Hoffman, 
who I believe is a Democrat supporter. He's he's the guy, actually, Reed Hoffman, who founded LinkedIn, you know, uh, and made millions. And I don't understand how they make their money. I, I don't see a lot of advertising on these sites, but apparently they do uh, make a lot of money. I It's just beyond me. Uh, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. Usually when you see money being made, there's commercials somewhere. You know, I don't see that on LinkedIn, but... Uh, apparently, maybe they have premium services and stuff that people pay for that uh, generates a lot of revenue. But anyway, this guy, Reed Hoffman, who's uh, backing Nikki Haley, is the guy who's backing E. Jean Carroll against President Trump. He's putting all... You wonder where these people get the money for the most expensive lawyers in New York and stuff. These guys don't come cheap. Their hourly rate would give you a nosebleed, right? And mm -hmm. yet... Yet uh, she has them as her attorneys. It's because guys like Reed Hoffman fork over the cash. The, these are not friends of Trump, okay? But also, this uh, a bunch of, another another guy, and I can't find his name, who has pulled the plug on uh, on Nikki Haley, another donor. So at least two donors yesterday uh, pulled their support of Nikki Haley. I don't know if that's if that becomes a trend over the next few days. I don't know how she continues on, Bill. I mean, you have I, to have money. I don't know either. But, you know, Nikki has got an agenda, and it's all about her. Uh, and, you know, the guy talked about he'd be the first in 2028. I wouldn't. She's showing her colors here, and they're not pretty colors. And uh, plus, you know what? Let her go on. Let her go on and waste people's money. Because what she's going to do is she's going to burn her own flag. And she doesn't have a chance. If she goes forward, she is going to lose all, all right. hope in 2028. Do you think that she figures that if uh, if Trump can lose in these cases, if he can get his reputation dirtied enough, sullied enough, that it will turn people off and the media will, will help to create an, an image and he'll be weakened to a point where she'll be able to step into uh, the the position of well, being a solid challenger. The media is turning on her already, but you know they would probably turn towards her because what they were looking is they were looking in New Hampshire for her to upset Trump, right? Because they're using her as a wedge, you know, to come in and just divide the soften uh, Trump up, soften Trump, divide the Republican Party, and and, and set Biden up. Biden is sitting there going. I almost think, you know, him being off the ballot didn't matter what or how. And I don't even think he won the right in, to be honest with you, because, you know, they have the the unprocessed. What what the hell did that mean? Um, in other words, they weren't counted or, or vetted. But he won by, you know, an enormous amount of people that came in and voted yeah. for him. And it wasn't even half the party. So I got I to gotta wonder about that. But he can go. Well, look, I wasn't even on the ballot, and I won. <laughs> look here. Go figure. You know, I can, I'm can. i the one that can beat Trump because I did it before. I know how to do it. Got pen, can beat. Eh, just well, let me, let me tell you something, folks. I, I ask you to open your eyes. Just look. Forget what Biden says, right? Just look what Biden has done. Just look. Forget the political rhetoric you're going to hear about. Bidenomics and all the great things about the economy, because, by the way, 
it's all BS. It's not true. Uh, I mean, just look at how much things cost. I mean, things are expensive everywhere nowadays. That's not because he's done good things to our economy. That's because he's destroyed our economy. He has ruined our economy. I mean, yes, it can be fixed with the grace of God. But, uh, you know, for the time being, you and I are suffering when we go to the pump. When we, when mm-hmm. we, I mean, cars, well, look at the cost of cars. Go ahead. You know, let's look at a few things here because, you know, I'd ask you before we did the show, and I, and I actually asked you at the front of the show, too, you know, do you think we're going to make it, uh, there was an old song, you know, if we make it through December, hell, if we make it to the end of the year, we're going to be doing good, make it to the election. But I'm sitting there and I'm looking not only what's going on here, but let's talk about what's going on here. I made some observations, you know, and I do that in life. And I was at the store yesterday, I was going to get one particular item and they didn't have it. They didn't have it last week. They didn't have it the week before. And I said, well, what's going on here? You know, you have a lot of things that aren't in here. Now, this was at a Dollar General. I buy trail mix that I like, you know, that comes in the big bag. But, you know, they said, well, we didn't get a truck this week. As a matter of fact, we didn't get it last week or the week before. Then we got a double truck, and they said this and that. And I said, that's a warehouse problem. Your warehouse is 90 minutes away. That means they don't have the goods. Well, they're not the only ones. When I go to the supermarket, they're out of a lot of things. A lot of stores are out of things. Are we on the verge of something very bad? So we got a grocery problem. We got a gas problem. We have got an immigration problem. Uh, We've got a housing problem. I mean, half of renters can't even afford a mortgage anymore, and they're not going to be able to afford the rent real soon. When the assessed values go up on the owners, they got to raise the rent. So we've got this going on. There's so many things going on here, uh, let alone, you know, like I said, the borders and the terrorists. You, you know, got that. Iran is in a state of, you know, they're in trouble, but they have a nuke, and they, they, they funnel yeah. money to Hamas. Um, and then uh, you've got China that's in real problems now with their economy. And, you know, they, they've invested in their war machine. And they're rattling their saber, and a lot of times. Are we when closing our a lot of our Syria bases? We closed moving, them to moving to target, yeah, to go yeah. because we don't. When they say, "Oh, that's that's a good thing," we're moving our troops, friends. We don't have the military that we once had. Right. We don't have the physical bodies. They still got an army that'll wipe out our army in no time. Our hardware, we don't have. Uh, we better we better make each shot work because we do not have enough ammunition, let alone the fuel to run everything. We are strapped ourselves. And in the meantime, so, in the meantime, we have got, and they're, they're saying it openly now, we've got uh, probably a, a, an army of uh, terrorists in our country somewhere. Yeah, they found they went to Minneapolis. They went to Minneapolis uh, to a house in Minneapolis yesterday. They raided it. And they found an RPG, uh, you know, a not not one made by us, one made by the Russians, you know, an RPG or Chinese, uh, in a closet with shells. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The the damn media, right? Instead of saying what these guys really were, meaning nationality wise, they don't do that. They call them. Uh, Minnesota men or uh, Minneapolis men or these men from Minneapolis, they never tell you when you can probably guess 
what they are, right? They're probably either Middle Eastern or they're probably here from another country to do some damage. I mean, I don't have an RPG in my closet. Now, Bill may have an RPG in his closet. Yeah, you, you, don't, you, you don't have Everybody one. should one? have one, no, right? I <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I don't have one. But, uh, but, I mean, we have got, you were saying about, about problems, um, on the heels of the World Economic Forum, which, you know, ended last week. And by the way, this time around, do you notice how they kept it kind of globally low key? They didn't, you know, mm-hmm. in, in previous ones have been kind of open and a big deal, but I think they wanted to uh, make it so that they didn't get a lot of coverage. On the heels of the World Economic Forum meeting of the globalist world players, uh, where we were treated to news of a possible pandemic with a fatality rate 20 times that of COVID-19, the globalists are giving us a fresh warning. Listen to this. The doomsday clock, first created in 1947 as a way to gauge global threats such as nuclear war, pandemics, and emergent technologies, gave its yearly update this year, the doomsday clock is 90 seconds from midnight, marking the closest it has ever been to global annihilation, global destruction. 90 yeah. seconds. Let me ask you a question. NATO, mm-hmm. all right, uh, the, uh, the alliance, mm-hmm. we're the heartbeat of that, right? Yeah, we are. We're the heartbeat. So... You got Russia right now that doesn't like us. You got China that doesn't like us. You got Iran that doesn't like us. We've got the enemies all around us. They're not NATO nations, but they're all targeting and getting ready to pounce on the U.S. What happens to NATO when we fall? Because we can't take them all on. Will they come to our aid like they're supposed to? If we're attacked, if NATO is... if how NATO works is if a NATO country is attacked, all the other NATO countries will come to its aid and support, right? That's how it works. That's why the, the Ukraine wanted, uh, they wanted us to make them a NATO country while their war was going on. So we would have to get involved physically with the the war on the Ukraine. But we, most of the countries said, no, 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 no. But if they attack us, what they're supposed to do, England, France, Germany, all England's Poland, got problems. They're all supposed to come to our aid. But, you know, Bill, I think you're right. I don't think they will. I think that they will just let us no. hang in the wind. The I, I think the one nation that could, uh, pro- well, they have a pretty good Navy. They got uh, aircraft carriers and the whole boat, and that would be Turkey or India, you know? Yeah. Uh, which one is it? One, one of the two. Well, they both, I, th- I think, gonna, I think India has, India has carriers, yeah. Uh, I just don't see them. I don't yeah, see them think, coming to I our think aid. Both of those countries. And by the way, Bill, I think that we're closer no, to. No, and they got nukes too. That's we're closer to a war right now than we've ever than been. We've ever been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, everyone would go, "Oh, Kennedy, the, the the you know the Bay of Pigs," but no, no, no. We, we're, we're a little bit closer. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is we set NATO up to be an alliance against the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union is gone. There's no, there was supposed to be no more need for NATO because the reason for NATO was removed when the Soviet Union fell. But, you know, like everything else, it's money 
and its power, and all they did is make it fatter and stronger, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And by the way, Trump, if you'll remember, when he first got into office, he said to the NATO members, hey, look, we've been paying our fair share on our dues, meaning what we, we, you know, the bundle, you guys have been negligent paying your dues. That's not going to happen anymore. You're going to fork over your dues and your back dues. And, mm-hmm. you know, they bitched and they moaned, but they did it. But they did yeah. it. And, and they, they, made, they made the system uh, more uh, lucrative. Uh, it was a stronger system. That was right. Trump's doing, by the way. And he's not crazy about NATO. Uh, but well, neither am I. I. I just I see everything building to a war, and I think you know you look at the Biden economy; it's bad. You look at the food situation here; it's bad. You look at our national debt; it's bad. And, the, and any economist will tell you there is no way mm-hmm. that we're going to see in our lifetime, our children's lifetime, or their children's lifetime that national debt go away. It's just going to go up. I mean, Awful. we're getting to the point to where we're adding, you know, Awful. we're burying our, our, our uh, descendants. There's only one, debt. there's only one way out of it. And, you know, I mean, there, you talk about world war one created by the bankers of the world, you know, that, that's, yeah. uh, are we there again? Banks are folding, you know, I'm sitting there going, it's it's the perfect storm. Well, you know, let's get back to the and no border. No one's talking a, about it. Let's get back to the border for a second. Uh, we have we have the Texas National Guard mobilizing its troops on the border. We have mm-hmm. twenty five other states who have said we're with you. We support you. Heck, we'll even drive razor wire down to your uh, the border and help you string it if you have to. Uh, President Trump, he called on all willing states to deploy their National Guard to Texas to defend U.S.-Mexico border as the Red State Alliance grows to 25. That's the headline. He, he's calling for these 25 states. Don't just say you're, you're with them. Send some troops down there. No, I'm worried about this. Okay, I think yeah, I think it's a great show of of uh, uh, patriotism by doing that. But let's, let's say guard up somewhere else. Let's say you have 25 states worth of uh, national guard troops down on the, on the border. Suddenly you're you're keeping the, the illegals out. That's all well and good. Suddenly uh, out of nowhere, a bomb goes off or there's an explosion. Mm. You know. By the way, let's say he Biden sends down the uh you know the army and they're face to face and there's tension and all of a sudden bang something explodes and that, that happens you've heard this this has happened before in other war situations you know where the, where there's been a face off i think i think actually if you go back to uh, uh was it faneuil hall you know where where they had the british and the the american patriots and they had guns and they were they were face to face and there was no one. There was no one firing, and suddenly, out of nowhere, somebody fired a gun, and that started a whole the Boston massacre. They called it, and that's that 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 started the whole problem. And they never really knew where that one shot came from. And and I'm wondering, 
is is this the kind of situation we're going to get ourselves into now, thanks to Joe Biden and, and his administration? And does he want this? Does he want well, to face off? I was off? just going to say maybe he does, and maybe maybe this whole thing is a distraction. And what's going on with Texas? Clear violation of the Constitution. Um, what is it? Article four, section four. You know, with uh, you know the protecting each state from invasion, and you know we've. The government, federal government's violated that, but you know, hey, he um, um, he doesn't seem to care about the true rule of law. I mean, Biden doesn't. You know, by the way, he doesn't care. We're, we're kind of jumping around here, but you know, Peter Navarro, who was a who was an advisor to President Trump, uh, mm-hmm. he had evoked when he was called by January sixth, he had evoked executive immunity because mm-hmm. he was. Uh, he believed that he couldn't discuss what happened in the privacy of the Oval Office with the president. That would be a violation of that trust, a trust, by the way, that has been recognized for centuries. I mean, he's not the first guy to, to, to evoke this trust. So yesterday, you know, they found him guilty uh, in the, another kangaroo court in D.C. And yesterday they could have given him as much as six months and they could have given him as little as two months. So the judge gave him four months. I mean, he, then he probably went out for coffee, this damn judge down in D.C. You know, he's 74 years old. He's a good American. Whether you like him or not, he was, a, a, he was an advisor to a president. And uh, th- this was a way, by the way, of shiving, of shiving Donald Trump, you know. It's yeah, a, it, well. It, it, this is a, by, in the meantime, you have Hunter Biden, who ignores a, a congressional hearing, no big deal. They gave him another shot. We'll, we'll try again. We'll let him come back again and, and testify. No, no penalty, no repercussions, nothing, okay? We'll give him another shot. Hillary Clinton, right? She has all of this evidence that she destroys. 33,000 emails erased, uh, hard drives crushed with hammers. I mean, those things were done. We all know it. What did she do? What happened to her? They exiled her to Chappaqua, you know? I mean, come on, folks. You, you know, as Chris Plant in Washington says, if it were not for double standards, the Democrats would have no standards at all. And, it's, and he's yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, well, they've got no standard, standards at all. They, they really don't. That's why I say we're on the, uh, you know, we're on the cusp of war. It, it's, it's, I know it's going to happen. It's the only way that we're going to dig out of the hole. And Biden is. Well, well who are we going to fight? Though? Are we going to fight a civil war? Are we going to fight a war with a foreign country, China, Russia, Middle East? Are we going to send our troops into Israel? I mean, where are we? Well, this is all the stuff that Biden has put us in. Have you ever watched the news? Have you ever watched the news and you see a mob go and they start beating somebody with sticks and kicking them and everything? Well, imagine that mob is all these, all these, you know, woke countries of the world, the Russia's, the China, the, the Iran, and then all these immigrants that are here and uh, the Hamas that have invaded. We're about ready to get kicked down. We're going to be attacked from all sides. Within, without, you know, uh, across the border, it's you know we you know we we've you know, put ourselves in this situation. These foreign countries can't take us lightly because, with all due respect, even even in our weakest state, 
we are incredibly powerful. Even in our weakest, and I think right now, like Bill said, our army is weak as heck. But we yeah. still have nuclear weapons. We still have well, high technology. There's still a lot of things we don't even know about, Bill. That's what we're going to have to use. We'll have to use the technology. We'll have to use the nukes. So, and when that happens, there is a there's a consequence. There is a price to pay, and we will have to pay that and live with it. And if you sit there and go, well, it's Biden's fault. We allowed that son of a bee to get into the, the White House, whether it was legitimate or stolen. He's there, and he's got a history of lying and cheating all of his life. So, but you allowed it to happen. You know, we allowed it to happen, and we've got bad people in place. We slept while they got into position, and now we have to deal with them. And we're going to have to get these people out one by one. First step is coming up in November if we make it to November. Yeah, boy, I I really have my doubts. You know, hey, Bill. Question for you. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, you had a question. I was going to say, uh, who are the two biggest rhinos that you know? Uh, well, I think Mitch McConnell and uh, Mitt Romney. There's two right there. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you know, McConnell is saying that uh, Mitch is uh, the border crisis. If uh, this goes on, uh, you can blame it on uh, on, on Trump. Trump. Yeah, Trump. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Oh yeah, and then uh, this is then, this is by the way uh, a friend supposedly he's supposed to be on our side, kind of Mitch. You know, yeah. I mean, Mitch wouldn't then, be in office now if uh, Trump didn't give him an endorsement. Mitt Romney says Trump doesn't want to solve border problem. Trump doesn't want to solve it. Well, here's Trump the, doesn't well, want to solve it. Here's the thing: Trump doesn't want them to go along with this deal that they put together, you know, with a, we'll allow 5,000 yeah. people to come across the border. What, will you let, will you let five thugs into your store to, to pacify the, the mob? Yeah, to, to, to pillage the store yeah. and beat up your, beat up your clientele and maybe rape the women. I don't know. You're going to allow that. Well, I mean, if it keeps 10 out, no, that's that's the attitude, by the way, that these uh, these politicians have in uh, in 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 but see in Washington, we we just put Mike Johnson as Speaker of the House of Representatives, right? And everyone said, "Oh, he's really good. You should hear him talk, and he's really on our side, and he's going to be fantastic." Well, when I saw a picture of him walking down the staircase with Paul Ryan and in very private uh, and deep conversation, I thought, nah, he's not going to be good for us. Let me give you an idea. Everybody has a price well, or they have a point of pressure. Well, let, me, let me read to you what he has not done so far. You know, uh, We were told that we were going to get all the video from January 6th when he got into office. Nah, haven't seen uh, any any of that. Uh, the southern border, he was going to fix that, but it's wide open. I mean, he's, he's agreeing to deals like we just talked about. 5,000 can come across. If you'll back this or endorse our legislation, uh, I think what they were trying to tie to is a, is a budget. You know, we, you know, uh, we'll let five thousand. We'll limit it to five thousand if you endorse this budget. Anyway, uh, legislation to reform the FISA section on seven hundred two and stop the FBI's warrantless spying on innocent American citizens. That was supposed to be something he worked on. No, no, no. Mm. Actually, it was blocked. The legislation was blocked by Johnson. Think about that for a second. Uh, Johnson announced a 
$9.0 trillion budget for fiscal year 2024, which funds foreign wars but leaves America's borders wide open. And it was applauded by the Democrats. The Democrats. They, they applauded the, 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 uh, the great $1.590 trillion budget, but the Republicans didn't. So this is our new Speaker of the House of Representatives. Now, Fantastic! I want to I want to play this little this little audio clip here. Right. These are um, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene complaining about what's happened on our in with the Republicans in power. Listen, <laughs> we have nothing. In my opinion, we have nothing to go out there and campaign on, Chris. It's embarrassing. Right. Well, I know the Republican Party, the Republican Party in the Congress, the majority has zero accomplishments. Now, of course, Republican voters across the country are sick and tired of Republicans because they never do anything. You can't blame Joe Biden and the Democrats for why the Republican controlled House of Representatives hasn't passed single subject spending bills. One thing. I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing, one that I can go campaign on and say we did. One. 2024 is Donald Trump. If he's the candidate, is very scary. A few moments later. Joe Biden had the largest public investment in social infrastructure and environmental programs that is actually finishing what FDR started, that LBJ expanded on, and Joe Biden is attempting to complete programs to address education, medical care, urban problems, rural poverty, transportation, Medicare, Medicaid, labor unions, and he still is working on it. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Okay, so that's it's a compilation of stuff, but what she says at the end there, she makes it sound like, He's doing all these things and he's improving on it. You have to remember what he's improving on. He's improving on all these social uh, projects Programs. that are going to bury us and and change the landscape of our country permanently as far as it being a, either a democracy, a democratic republic rather, or a socialist environment. Right now, socialist. we are really socialist. And we're getting more socialist as, as the days go by. With the divided Congress, uh, Republican Congress, it's uh, very unlikely we're not going to hold the majority before the uh, November, but it, it you know, maybe it'll hold. Uh, but I would say definitely we're going to lose the Congress uh, come November unless something happens. And it's going to be up to you, the voters, because don't let these clowns, you know, back in, but find a new set of people that aren't clowns, aren't butt clowns, uh, you know, but they, yeah. that's what we got. We got it. We got a clown parade there. And, even though the Democrats are clowns, at least those clowns, uh, they clown together. They stand you know? lockstep. And that's the problem, Bill. You hear the yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greens and you hear the uh, uh, Matt, Matt Gates and people like that who are uh, solid conservatives. But then you have the rhinos who literally are closer to the, to the left, to the Democrats, than they are to the conservatives. Mm-hmm. So the, the Republicans, yeah, they have the same label, but they're not the same kind of uh, politician and that's the problem we have we have not got a unified right you know we have got uh, a a bunch of of it's like herding ever try to herd cats or kittens i mean they all have they're all going in different directions and it's hard to get them to settle down the republicans are that way whereas with the the democrats 
and 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 I say for all the wrong reasons, but they do it. It's almost part of the the democratic mandate. No matter what we decide to to stand for, we all voted in. We all stand. Well, it's like the up. old song: "United we stand, divided we fall." Yeah. A prime example is the Congress. You know, the Democrats stick together. The Republicans, they are meandering all over the place. You said they, you know, it's like a bunch of kittens or cats. Yeah. Well, they are a bunch of. Yeah. Hey, you hear about, uh, you know, we're not the only country, by the way, that's going through a lot of turmoil. And by the way, I think this is this is part of a global plan. Those guys who met in Davos, Switzerland, Mm -hmm. uh, they were doing more things behind the scenes than you can imagine. Trust me, I, they, they're just not a bunch of uh, good old boys sitting around having a beer, shooting the fat about politics. They're trying to influence and manipulate uh, countries. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. uh, Germany, you know, they had they had a big protest in Germany. They blocked the highways. The farmers did. This happened right. about a week ago. Uh, French farmers are doing the same thing in their country because they have the same problem. They're blocking highways. They're keeping the food from being uh, distributed around the country. They are also doing the same thing. You know, it happened about six months ago. The same thing happened in the Netherlands. because, And it's all happening because of the woke left. They're trying to shove all these green environmental rules down the throats of the farmer. And the farmer says, we can't. We can't grow our crops. We can't deliver the food that you want us to deliver if you have all of these political rules shoved down our throat. You are making it so that you're killing our industry. And, and, and by the way, without us, you don't eat. You don't eat. Bill was talking a few minutes ago about going to the store and seeing food items that he's used to seeing over and over again. Suddenly they're missing for three, four weeks, and they don't know where the heck they are. They're not in the supply system anymore. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's happening around the world, not just here. And, uh, Bill, I'm afraid that, uh, uh, I mean, we they're trying to bury Trump in all of these sexual in, innuendo cases and all of these, uh, they're trying to gonna try to get him on uh, what, what he did with secret uh, documents down in Mar-a-Lago. They're going to try oh, to make his... Yeah, but in the meantime, Biden, you know, he has more of the secret documents that he stole when he was a senator in his garage, mm. and nobody does nothing. Friends, we are in a corrupt system right now. I, I was brought up when I was a kid that high sc- in high school, in civics class, that we had a rock-solid legal uh, system that we followed. It was based on the Constitution, and there were no there was no variance. You don't you didn't Let go back ask, or forth. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Let's just say for a minute, Trump is taken out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Who does uh, who who do we have for a Republican? Well, you know, I I would then if they took Trump out, God bless us. I I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, if they were to uh, succeed. And remove him from the political uh, landscape. Uh, I would probably go uh, look at a guy like Ron DeSantis because DeSantis, uh, say what you want about the guy, but he has done a good job, a wonderful job with the state of Florida. And I think that uh, he may not have the charisma and the and the the, the rock solid uh, st- position that Trump has, and he definitely doesn't have the following. But uh, I think he would probably implement more of the things that Trump stood for in the long run. But, you know, he's a, he's more of a politician. And I got to tell you, friends, with all due respect, 
I don't trust politicians anymore. That's what I love about Trump. He's not he's a businessman in a political world. They're trying to kill him because he I say kill him politically. Uh, but yeah. they're trying to remove him because he's not a politician. He doesn't work deals in the cloakroom behind the scenes. He does things out in the open. He drives so them nuts. The Democrats are probably going to replace Joe. Joe's probably going to step down. You know, who are they going to put in place? Who do they have? Well, they talk a lot of talk now about Michelle Obama, but I don't think she's. I think you know, when she steps into the the limelight. Uh, all bets are off, and you know if Trump is still the candidate, and I think that he, there's a good chance that'll be the case. Uh, I think he will slice and dice her uh, politically. He'll, uh, you know, bring a lot of a lot of uh, questions that people have had about her will suddenly be uh, on the table. Everybody, he'll be asking them, uh, and I don't know whether she has all the answers. I don't know whether we were we were told the truth about her relationship uh, with her husband uh, over the years. I think that we've been lied to all throughout his administration. But that's mm -hmm. just my opinion. Yeah, I, I see. I don't see them with any. But if they can get somebody that they can coalesce around, because they want to steal this election. They want it. And you have to look at the overall agenda. Whoever goes into place is going to carry on exactly what's been laid out. Gavin Newsom doesn't have it. He's, you know, he has the hair. That's about it. He hasn't California got the brains. is about ready to, you know, it, uh, the best thing that could happen to California is a major earthquake and it slide off into the ocean. <laughs> and, uh, because he has killed that state. I, I, oh, I, awful. You've taken one of the most beautiful states in our country and uh, you made it a, a cesspool of socialism. Uh, well, it's which is, that whole that whole West Coast. I mean, you go up, uh, you yeah, up to you go Oregon. Exactly right. Yeah, you know it's it's bad, and uh, you know you were always divided by the Sierras. You know that mountain range kept uh, kept them away from everybody else for a reason. You know, you know, you got you got to wonder whether a lot of it has to do with uh, entertainment moving out there. You know, it used to be a, a very Republican uh, area. All that whole California, they had well, Republican governors. And I'm talking about before our time, Bill. I'm talking about back in the uh, 20s and, and the 30s, and, and, and uh, it was more But a lot of the people still are. What happens is is that you, you get the major cities. I mean, you know, L.A., in the heart of the movie industry, which it really isn't now, you know, but it was, and you had all these liberal-thinking people that moved there, but that big population base gives it a lot of weight. Yeah. And so that's what swings that state to the blue. And that's moving. But where is it moving? And what are they going to go and replace? And that's the problem. Well, if Gavin Newsom is not the guy, and if, uh, let's say, is, if Michelle Obama steps away for some reason, maybe she doesn't need the, the heat, she, you know, she, they have a pretty good life right now. And, you know, you're stepping into the spotlight. They may destroy everything that they have. But let's say, who else do they have? Hillary? Well, there's Hillary. You see her coming you back know, the, into I think she'd step back into the spotlight in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, I think she would, too. I think she would see it as an opportunity. And women, a lot of women, tend to like her regardless uh, of her policies and their dirty tricks. So she is a possibility. But, you know, they're floating the age thing. How old is she? 
She's, she's about a, 75, 76, 76. I think she's 77. 77. She's 77. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and you're going to lecture for four, uh, four, four years and another term after that. So, you know, just you know, give her, you know, keep that, uh, keep giving her the vitamin shots and uh, the other kind of shots. And <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, keep propping her. Remember the scene where she was walking out to her SUV? During the last campaign, and she collapsed at the door, and the and her her guards had to literally keep her from hitting the the pavement, and uh, that's what I see when I think of Hillary. You know, they I had a friend of mine who's who interviewed her, and 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 I and said that she had her makeup applied with a with a cement dowel. <laughs> you know, I mean, apparently up close and personal, she wears a thick and heavy. You know, the oh, makeup. Yeah. There's a, yeah, when I was at uh, one of the, the Trump uh, rallies in, uh, where was it? I was at the airport. Uh, one of the people, lady that was a makeup artist said, yeah, Hillary is one of the, uh, quote unquote, she is just a mean or nasty, rude, rotten bitch is what she said she <laughs> was. And I mean, she had nothing nice to say about anybody, but if there was a camera around, all of a sudden her demeanor changed. Yeah. And she was just a pleasant person. But other than that, you know, she is just a real rude, evil, rotten person. And, you know, she didn't, she pays a lot for the makeup, but then sometimes she forgets to pay. You remember, Bill, um, the stories about people who've surprisingly passed away. These are people who are close to the Clintons. Uh, I mean, this is a whole list. You go online, check for yourself. Uh, mystery deaths of people associated with the Clintons. And mm-hmm. you will see like a hundred names, you know, state troopers that used to be on the detail and things like that. I mean, it is Vince Foster. I mean, this is a, a whole list of people that, uh, and I, you got, you got to wonder, I mean, uh, were they all legitimate to honest uh, fatalities or was there something more here? I, I think that yeah. they're, I think they, they call them the Arkansas mob, the Arkansas mafia. They do that yeah. for a reason, folks, really. you have anything else you want to talk about, Bill, before we wrap oh, this one up? Oh, there's a lot to talk about, but uh, you know what? Time is like uh, running out. So, look, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Jim and Bill at mail.com, Jim and Bill at mail.com. You'll find us on uh, Facebook, and uh, you'll find us on Twitter. On the X platform. Yeah, tw- yeah, Twitter, DX, DX, yeah, yeah. It's Jim and Bill at Jim and Bill Now. So that's we made it easy for you. So it's Jim and Bill at Jim and Bill Now. So you mm-hmm. go to Twitter.com at Jim and Bill now. So yes. either way, just look for Jim and Bill. Yes. You know. We're all the classy uh, people hang around X, you know, the yeah, formerly Twitter. Yeah. And you'll you'll see our smiling mugs just like on the little yeah. logo that's on the uh Bill did a great uh, job with a with a rotten picture of me. He did a fantastic job making me look that. decent. That was AI that did it. You know, it didn't do wonders for me, but it did for you. So well, I was like, oh well. <laughs> he did a great job. I, I I'd like to think that I look a little better, but hey, you know, we all think that, don't we, folks? Hey, look at—that's about mirror it. Lies. Well, I think there's boring. only there's only one thing that uh, is left to do, isn't there? Yeah, it's uh, front page headline news today. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. <laughs>
This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? 